Hey, welcome back, everybody. It's Food News and Shoes Radio, sponsored by Sullivan University, online at sullivan.edu. Jeremy Ash, B. Sylvia Lovely, how y'all doing? Real well. Doing really well. How's fall treating you so far? Getting a little chilly. It's starting to feel like... Cincinnati chilly, Texas-style chilly. (laughs) I love fall, but I don't like what's coming too much. Yeah, the cold weather. You gotta enjoy what we have now, because you can't think about how bad it's gonna be in a few months. Don't you feel bad, though, about not... I mean, we should just be rejoicing in each season. It Mm. brings such different kind of beauty, but... hmm. Yeah, I, I I kinda I do get excited to see the change of season mm-hmm. and, and what what it brings. It's but, embracing but nature. Exactly. Yeah. It's I just, just need it's to learn to dress. Really hard to face January, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Which so. season do you think has the best food? Well, just mid summer harvest time, yeah. From July like July I'd say to, late summer. To, to early October fall. Now I guess I mean maters and is that your favorite time? That's your favorite ingredients, but what's your favorite style of food? Like light summer fare, heavy winter fare, stewy fall, springtime fresh vegetables. See, I will just contradict myself. I contain too many multitudes <laughs> on on that view I, I really will say that oh i'm so tired of this mm-hmm. and then i don't yeah. know by the time it comes back around i'm excited and that's sure. my favorite season yeah. yeah my next my favorite season is the one that's coming up that is an winter. All, is almost here you know, no just in general in general the next season like where, where the the next batch of ingredients are coming out that's my favorite one because i'm there's the anticipation of what's coming so you mean like every time there's that <laughs> shift <laughs> yeah. you just get excited, get excited all over yeah. again you get you real know? tired of whatever exactly. you're in now and you're looking always yeah. looking forward to the next yeah. thing yeah like so you know if you know once you're yeah i'm kind of like a kid like once you're through christmas it's time to you know get excited about easter and don't you think early summer though is a little boring i mean it's like it's too green yeah it's spring and early summer's too green and people are traveling they're eating out more they want to be healthy eating like just like ah blah and then it turns into something more rich and winter is real heavy and but it has its it has its coziness of you know hot toddies and I and like we live this. in a weird Stays. region, guys. I like where we're in now. I, do too. I, do too. I like this. It's really all over the place where we live. You know, other places I've cooked, the, the people follow those trends, but mm-hmm. I'm still baffled sometimes. Like, uh, it'll be July and 105 degrees. People are on the patio. Yeah. And they're eating fried chicken with cream gravy. Yeah, which you know. seems a little counterintuitive. Right. But also, when did you eat fried chicken in Kentucky? You ate it all the time in the summer. All the time. That's what you do. Yeah, the picnic and you know that's Colonel Sanders stuff. Because we're we we fall in a weird place where we're not really south. (laughs) We're not really north. We're not midwest. Well, we you know the Civil War taught us that. Right. Right. We were in between we don't really follow the seasons like mm-hmm. we don't have you know it's not like it's the south where it's the same season all year long or it's the north where mm-hmm. there's four to we're in the middle we're just different it, yeah. it's always fried chicken time mm-hmm. it's always fried chicken yeah. 30 yeah. in lexington yeah you know one thing that kind of helps the doldrums of winter though um that i use um that i don't think a lot of people kind of know about and or know to do is you know when you think of these slow braised dishes and comfort foods you don't think about fruit and okay. fruit is the tropical fruits are in season in the mm-hmm. dead of winter so it's something that is you know very accessible cheaper well like pineapple and oranges and all that citrus is coming on in the coming winter in because it's coming from other places Correct. but that's when it grows right when they're in the height of yeah of you know pineapple season. exactly yeah, and that's yeah. where it's best and I, one uh-huh. of my tricks is to use acid and fructose like that and oh, whenever you have a really yeah. rich say braised pork i like to add the little fresh pineapple relish on top and it really brightens up the entire dish 
Well, tell make us, it talking, like talking about Bright Dishes, tell us some things that's going on uh, with your kitchen. Uh, well, you know, I think we are kind of entering this fall area. Um, so I, I'm going to bring up the braised dishes like the short ribs and, yeah. and Sunday gravy. So, I mean, <laughs> our, our menu is a little bit heavy right now. We would a little, in my opinion, a little pasta for it as well. So we're hitting all those comfort food notes. But my produce is still coming in hot and heavy from the locals. And that's where I feel I can add a lighter touch to a lot of our dishes. So if you study if you study the Azura menu, you're going to find something probably that sounds very, very rich. But it has some accompaniments that kind of... Bring down the tone. Yeah, give it a little bit of a, a, a lighter tone that don't maybe feel as heavy. Give an example. Give us an example. Um, basically, the short rib, you, 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 you're you going to find that typically over a lot of like whipped potatoes and right. deep potato dishes. We like the little light gnocchi pillows, you know, oh, where you're yeah. not having just tons of starch or pillow, but a little pop of a starch here and there mixed in with like kale and butternut squash. Yeah. To where, yeah. you know, I think most people are used to having a, a, a steak or a beef short rib and a big pile of macaroni and cheese or a big pile of mashed <coughs> potatoes, and that's heavy and it brings you down. But I think when you're in the fine dining or upper upper dining category you have a responsibility to your diner to kind of give them something that's going to make them feel good afterwards as in you don't when i go to wendy's and pay 14 dollars for a value meal and get ripped off i feel like crap afterwards now when you come to azor and let me rip you off for what i'm going to charge you (laughs) then you need to feel good about it you know I, i think you make a great point it's like if you if you're eating beef stew it's a great dish, but it's a really one-note thing. Beef stew, yeah. every Very bite monotone. tastes exactly the same. You need, especially with heavy dishes, you need acid, I think, to cut through the fat. And people, not enough people do that. It, you need something to kind of break up the monotony of, of the heaviness. And I think acid does that. And that can be pineapple. That can be mm-hmm. a sure. thousand different ways. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's what brilliant, uh, the brilliance of that menu. So um, anything happening coming up? Uh, I know you've got the new menu out. So we, we do have some cool things coming up. We're, we're in the heart of, of the race season right now. But once we get into the winter months, we'll restart our chef series. Um, we, we Every in November time, it's kind of hunter season. We typically run some kind yeah. of game dinner. And we are in the works on that. And that's um, popular. It is popular. I, I think that there's a... There's a huge segment of the population, and you know, I, I'm not going to say I'm going to classify them anyway, but a lot of lot of dudes are into hunting, like yeah, they are, sure, you know, sure. and they're really into eating what they kill. It's maybe a Which return so to the earth and the ways of ethical, you yeah. know, exactly. So that that so uh, whenever we put up a, a game dinner like that, we we get a pretty uh, a flood of hunters and people that are into that kind of thing, and we pair it with bourbon, which seems appropriate in this range. So yeah, it's kind of our hunter bourbon yeah. dinner for also the winter. Don't yeah. you think that even if you're a hunter, it's tough to cook? Game can be tricky to cook well. Right. It, yes. it, because if you overcook it, it's not very good. So you really Stringy, do. Stringy, I guess. Yeah, yeah. and just it has no fat on it. So you need someone yeah. who knows how to cook it yeah. well and in order to really get it enjoy often, it. So it's probably a lot easier to go out. Well, I know that dinner is always so positive. Yeah, it does. It, it does. It, it does better than I expect it to. Yeah. You know, and quite frankly, because I know we're talking about a snippet of the population that's going to come and eat elk rack but or bear liver out. or whatever, mm-hmm. right? But but the ones that are into that, they want to try it, and a lot of them want advice. A lot of them. Um, 
I end up talking to tables or three or four afterwards about the preparation because they want they're there to learn what they're going to do at home. Mm-hmm. Like they don't want to just eat it. They they they're into this. Savor it. Can uh-huh. you can you yeah. give some advice? Like if you are, you know, we're coming into season now. If you take a deer and you get, you know, you, you get the, you know, obviously everyone's wants backstrap. You treat that like tenderloin. You cook it, you know, rare or mid-rare. But there's other meat on the animal, too. What What is a good foolproof way to cook it? Okay, so I, I don't have that. I don't have a foolproof way to, to do it. First of all, you have to know what you're getting into. If you don't like deer and the way it tastes and you're trying to change the way it tastes, you're not going to. You know, you first of all have to know what you're getting into. But when it comes to these animals, there is not a whole lot that you can just throw on the grill or throw in a pan. A lot of this stuff has to be ground and or braised. You know, you've got the backstrap or the tenderloin of a, of a deer, and that's really all you're going to be sausage. throwing up on. Yeah, you know, sausage. sausage. Remember right? we yeah. ate that? We Summer went out sausage. on one of our shows and went on the hunting thing. Right, quite and, delicious. And the guy gave us some venison. I even liked it. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's delicious. So also, um, it, a lot of the people we're talking to have families. Here's how I get, because I, I inevitably every year somebody drops me off like 80 pounds of deer meat. Like, <laughs> here you go, chef. You know, I know you wanted this. I'm like, oh, I still got the 80 pounds <laughs> in my freezer from last year. <laughs> so cut it. Blend it. Don't all always you, yeah things. half and half beef half and half venison balls, yeah. exactly I don't for every two pounds of ground beef I'll add a pound of venison I'll slowly work that stuff out of my kitchen uh, because you know a straight venison meatball the kids aren't gonna like it um, you know mom ain't gonna like it but you know and dad does just added a taste uh, a little bit of a a, a blend it has a more robust it. flavor yes and a lot of people don't like robust flavor i mean we've been trained to in the side to eat kind of bland yeah, that's true. now there's yeah. other tips you can hear that are they're kind of i don't know if they're wives tell some of them work like milk soaking certain things will pull gaminess yeah. out um I don't ever do that. Uh, I, I am a fan of a brine, and I don't mind doing brines to red meat. Some people think that's a no-no, but there, yeah. I think especially something that gamey like deer, I don't mind doing a long marinade or brine. Does that make sense? Why would people not? I love marinade. Um, you know, it's just, I, it's not pure, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, I think that's. The, Good question, Sylvia. I don't know how to answer that because I don't mind doing it, but a lot of the times if I run some, like a red wine marinated something, yeah. they just more want, hey, can I just get plain, plain s- yeah. salt and pepper not marinated? Because well, they probably just want the pure taste I of, think the, so. of yeah. the meat. And I think in general, I, Purist. I, I, just on a more macro scale, it is amazing how many adults we grew up with chicken nuggets and our palates are just yeah i want i want everything playing i want this playing i want even burger i want you know well, plant what was the experiment in florida where, where they took students and gave them hothouse tomatoes versus freshly grown ones juicy ones really and they chose the ones that's what they're that used were to people bland. Uh, yeah. They got used to bland. Uh, sure, we think that's what a potato a, a tomato is supposed to taste like it's supposed to taste like nothing mm-hmm. oh, so, no. So, yeah, I know. Speaking, you mentioned burgers, and I know you're doing something different with burgers at Azure. You got the the Wagyu special going on, but... Yeah, so every Monday night's burger night. It's, it's a fun good. place to come and have a burger because, it, you know, it's not something we do. We have a Wagyu burger on our menu, but we're not known for that. But if, you, if you're in the know... If you guys are a, a Food News and Shoes insider out here listening, come to Azura on Monday nights. I've got eight ounce of Black Hawk Farms Wagyu burgers. Oh, they're so four good. Four different preparations. Mm. I'm pretty hooked on them. Um, Juicy. 
Yeah, exactly. You know, and honestly, we have all those preparations. You know how I like them? With American cheese yes. and nothing else. Yeah. And some pickles yes. on the side. And yes. I like all yes. little condiments yes. and dips, and I'll do it myself. But I don't want, I'm at the point now, I just want beef and cheese on my meat. I don't know. I'm just weird. Like I'm with you. I'm, I'm the same We're way. In a phase, I think. You know, yeah. it used to be use a barbecue sauce and put this on there and 12 different kinds of cheese and 15 pounds yeah. of bacon. You're like, really good beef and, and just melty cheese. And yeah, it's you don't want all the meat to be competing with each other. Yeah. You want the yeah. savor of the. But Monday nights, stuff. it's a discount. I, I do them for 12 bucks. And and that's that's a steal, guys. I mean, steal. I was at a a competitor the other night. You know, got some little mini burgers and some fries, and that was you know sixteen. Yeah. And it was it was a probably a five five ounces of meat. Mine's eight. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I mean, there's, there's, it's a it's a good value. I, I think. don't know that you could buy eight <coughs> ounces of wagyu at the grocery store for twelve dollars. Uh, not at the grocery store. We're paying uh, around six dollars a pound for that. Yeah, you so it's a three dollar just for the, three dollars just for the patty, you know. Yeah. And and but the, for the rest of us, you couldn't make that burger. You could not make that burger that cheap at home. No, you, it would be right at it. Yeah, yeah. And you want to go where you can if you're going to eat that kind of a burger, go where it's done well. Yes. Yeah. You know, don't yeah. fool around at home. Right. You know? Now I gotta say, if you guys come out and try it, they are a little bit different. Okay, and and not taste. Taste is great. Fattiness is awesome. But um, once you get over that medium temperature, guys, um, they're gonna get crispy on the outside. Mm, that's what you now, want. Now, well, good, some it? people don't. They think it's burnt. But if oh. you if you you know, but you want it's almost like a crunch and then yeah. soft meat on the inside. Oh, yeah. Then a crunch again at the bottom. Oh. I'm into it. It's kind of a new thing that. All these burger restaurants and smash burger restaurants picked up on because they what smash burgers did is they changed the ratio, the 80 20, you know, to a blend that really kind of can can crisp up on the on the flat top, you know, uh-huh. when they press it down and smash it, so to speak. So it's crispy. So mine's kind of the blend of both, it's got the texture of mm-hmm. a smash burger, but it's still like a big old hand yeah. spanked, juicy beef. It's like burger. steak and Ooh. shake, I think, has those kind of burgers, yeah, little they're thin, crispy. crispy ones, yeah, right? Crispy. So, uh, you know, I like those sometimes, but also like a good old. I hammer. like the crispy with a really juicy, wonderful middle. Yeah, see, she, I, I'm growing her. To, yeah, you're like an artist. It's a challenge. Are you, are you still well done? Or are you medium? No, no, I'm doing medium. Whoa. I've graduated. Good for Delicious, you. Delicious, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah no, and we're, Wagyu we're is one of those beefs where you, it's a little more forgiving. You know, the leaner the meat, the I think, the, the more rare it has to be. With But right. with Wagyu, because of the fat, you can go medium, <coughs> medium well, and it's still going to be really juicy. It does. You know, we do a lot of well-dones, and I'm amazed by uh, how much juice is, is left. Um, you know, like I said, they're a little crispy on the outside. Now, you do get a lot of loss, okay? Like, if I do an 8-ounce burger and cook it medium and put it next to the well-done one, it's like half the size the oh, well-done yeah. one is. There's, I mean, the fat's just cooked gone. out of it. Yeah. It's gone. Can, There's nothing can I, I do have about the it. fat on the side? Yeah, I know. Give can me, I have give a, me a little I'll container me, of fat. Yeah. If somebody asked for that, I would be there for it. Absolutely. <laughs> My mother used to make, back in the day, right there before people it. got health-oriented, she would do ham, uh, bacon grease or oh. hamburger that's juiciness and bra- bake the burgers and then put the buns on them yes. and flip them over and make the bun that be full of that juice. Why lose that oh, fat? Oh, yeah. You're paying for that fat. I want that fat. Yeah. I want, yeah, I want yeah, the yeah. bun in that. There yeah, man, that's good stuff. <laughs> and, you know, and, you know, the more we, we learn, now the more we're, we're learning that animal fats are probably like nut fats, tree yeah. nut fats, you know, like the, 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 the blends, or the oil blends are what's bad for us. And now animal fats are good again. <sighs> Who we never. are finding that our our bodies don't really know what to do with some of this stuff we've made. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? In mm-hmm. terms of, and I don't know, uh, this may be off topic, but it's definitely a food news and shoes conversation. More and more on the uh, celiac stuff. Uh, I think uh, s- yeah. more studies are showing sugar is a monster. It's a demon. Yeah. And then wow. if you look back around, this yep. is just a theory, around the, the 90s when the gluten t- intolerance mm-hmm. kind of went up, that's also when there was a big conversion from cane sugar to beet sugar across the board and processed foods. Well, okay, so beet sugar is not good? No. It's not all natural cane sugar. You want you want ah. all you know cane high sugar. High fructose corn syrup is definitely not. That's no, because beet anything with beet in it right now is like super healthy. Right, except for the straight sugar they pull out of it. Wow, the sugar beets is what they grow. But you know to. that could be there could be something to that because we're all sugar. For what's I mean, going on? There's sugar in everything we eat. Oh yeah, it if inflames you. Look at you, the thing. Like it makes your body flame up. I mean, sugar is a demon out there, yeah. guys. The and more and more you read about it, get. It out of your it's body. Air, you, you think, oh, I'm eating tomato sauce. This got no. It's probably got. If you're buying tomato sauce, you're buying sugar. If you look in, at the labels. You I guys, mean. good luck. It's in everything. Yeah, On all that of it. Note, speaking, of, go get, go get a Wagyu burger on Monday nights mm-hmm. at Azor. And when we come back, if you're in downtown looking for a burger, we're gonna tell you where to go next. This is Food News and Choose Radio. Hey, welcome back. It's Food News and Choose Radio. If you've eaten in downtown. I work in downtown, spend a lot of time in downtown. If you've been in downtown for any length of time, you've been by Main Street Deli. Yeah, actually, Twitch, you probably know my husband better than you know me because you eat at Charlie's, and I, he does nearly every single day. Main so, Street Deli is an, if, if I, Listen, if Main Street Deli is an icon, the, the closest next thing to it is Bernie uh, Lovely, who's yeah, there. Don't, don't he, you have a seat devoted to him? Charlie from Main <laughs> Street Deli is with us. Yeah, yeah. How are you doing, Charlie? Very good. Thank you, Twitch. Main Street Deli, it's it's honestly, it's one of my favorite places. Oh, it, you, there, so the, it used to be right here in the building we broadcast from. Then I you know. expanded to that the new That was your location. second place, and then you right. closed that one down. Right. Right, we we uh, had uh, two places prior to COVID, and we were forced to shut them down, shut one down, uh, and and just uh, give up on it because we just didn't have the help and enough people to run it. Uh, we just fully remodeled it just prior to COVID, and uh, but uh, you know everything works. Everything works out for a reason, and thank God everything is working really well. You know, consolidation isn't always a bad thing, especially not in the environment the industry is facing with with labor changes. I mean, and, you know, a a town the size of Lexington has room for several delis, you know, but but real delis, you know, like Charlie's. Now, there's these sandwich shops that are popping up, these chains left and right all through America. That's what I don't want to see more Mm -hmm. of. I don't want Charlie to retract while those guys move in. I agree. But then again... um, I don't know. I mean, is there is there is there tons of room in Lexington for lots of metro delis? Well, I think I think in downtown because you talk about Main Street Deli, it's a downtown place. It's a place that if you work in downtown, you eat lunch there. If mm-hmm. you're in town on the weekend for for an event or if they're open, but it's, it's a, a downtown service, right? Downtown. It's a downtown. So it, I think with we saw with COVID, like you said. People started working less and less from work and mm-hmm. more and more from home. And I think that's starting to – would you say that's starting yeah, to come back? It is. It is. It's coming back real well. Not only is that part of it coming back, but also you've got – with all these hotels downtown, you've got all the conventions and things mm-hmm. going back and a lot of events going on downtown. More and more that, of that them. It's, yeah. 
it's creating a lot of traffic downtown. Oh, Not only good. are we getting the, the regulars from the office building, but when there's events downtown, we're really filling were, up. With, were you nervous at first when the COVID ended and it was a little slow? There was a period where we were just considering, you know, trying to get out of our lease and just mm-hmm. say, here's the oh, keys yeah. and, and thank you, but we don't want to do this anymore. And we got to that point. I mean, good God, we were, our business was down you know, sixty wow. percent. I mean, downtown was a ghost town. It was a ghost town for, for about a year. Oh, right? Good it God, was. it was a ghost town. And not only were we shut down for a while with COVID, but even when we reopened, we reopened doing forty percent of the business. Wow. And uh, you know, and you then the staffing, sustain. just course, trying to find people to come course. to work. That's what, another issue. What I like about Main Street, and correct me if I'm wrong, but. I'm, it's a family operation, right? Because I've been in here enough yes. time. I'm guessing those are your kids that run so, the front. So uh, none of my kids are working there now. But okay. every one of my kids has worked there at one time or yeah. another. Now they've grown up. They're, yeah. they're all, yeah, they're all grown up now, and they're all one is a lawyer and one is uh, married with kids, and the a- other one's a banker. Anything but restaurants, right? And they, they don't. They don't want anything to do with restaurants. <laughs> so the, the things that we've gone. The through. lawyer might prefer uh, being <laughs> one. Might prefer to uh, work yeah. at the deli. Yeah. <laughs> Just saying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, but uh, but yeah, uh, family was the institution. My wife has helped out for years, and uh, and she still helps out whenever we're shorthanded. She's sort of the extra person that whenever well, we're really short and that gets us into food because you just told me something i didn't know mm-hmm. that wendy makes all those delicious soups she does all those soups ah! are made from scratch homemade um as well as the chili uh she makes them for us uh she does the brownies as well mm. bakes them from scratch uh we do uh the tuna salad chicken salad egg salad are all homemade Fresh uh, made, um, as well as some of the other salads, coleslaws, etc. I want to talk about that and how you make them. But sure. beforehand, what what do you think the most popular soup is? Is it's like one of those Man, ingredients so good. when I you mean, need soup for lunch? Yeah. You need it's it. You know, you have a deli, right? And that's one and of the that, few places. You think sandwiches yeah. with deli, but I mean, if you got a, a deli that's got a, a good variety of soups, that's the draw. Right, the sandwich is like just a, a mm-hmm, thing to dunk mm-hmm, in the soup. Mm-hmm. Before you answer. Do we consider chili to be a soup? No. Or is it a separate thing? I don't. I don't consider. I don't it a either. Soup. It's a I meal. Mean, it's a stew. Okay. And so stew. take chili out of the equation because I imagine chili is probably the most popular thing in a it bowl. It is very popular. Right. We sell quite a bit of it, and we keep it on. That's that's a daily thing that we but have. But not on. a soup. Thanks for the clarification. Uh, not a now, soup. soup. I, yeah. Which soup is the most? Now, well, the, I think the chicken soups are probably the most popular. Oh, yeah. Our chicken oh, yeah. noodle, the chicken and rice. Those soups are very popular. Now, there's several soups that I like that, that don't sell as well. Split pea with ham. Love oh, it. Oh, I love great, that. Great soup, okay? It great is soup. good. We sell it, and it's delicious. For me, it's one of the, one of the better ones we have, but not everybody not likes everybody split pea with ham. I think that one was lost in a generation I, It may have I think been. It, it reminds me of World War II-era mm-hmm. style cooking, right? Interesting. You've got a little bit of canned ham. You've got you know, plenty right. of dry goods. You've you got some potatoes because that's kind of sure. sometimes people add potato to help thicken and give it a nice yeah. texture. Mm-hmm. But it's one I of the best soups in the world. And then the pea split so it auto- I know, it thickens itself. <laughs> it's almost like tuna casserole where it's something that the next generation will never yeah, get to eat. Yeah, that's true. And it's it, good. Yeah, and it's delicious. But the yeah. next generation, my and kids will never it. get to eat yeah. tuna casserole because no one makes yeah. it. I feel yeah. that way about yeah. split It might come soup. back. You'll never yeah. know. And, and uh, we have a vegetable beef that's really good. We we have a chicken corn chowder that people like um don't you have tomato too? Bit. tomato basil oh, oh there's nothing really better nice. and they're all made from scratch 
and see that that's really that's all you have to do with a good homemade soup you know and, and running the classics like that that is what right. works you know right. you said what was your favorite the chicken oh, chicken corn chowder that's a little different right? it's a little different what is yeah. that chicken what corn chowder oh yes yeah that's <laughs> oh, stuff yeah. people like around here though mm-hmm. so that's gonna sell but yeah i think because well, clam chowder although so, clam chowder is a real divisive thing and when you make clam yeah. chowder everything smells like clam chowder yeah this so is you, a corn chowder yeah, not a corn. <laughs> you, yeah. Don't, you don't see well, most places don't do the clam chowder anymore because yeah. it, it kind of takes over everything oh, so yeah, we, we don't do the clam yeah chowder. i don't blame you yeah we but i will say and i'm not trying to you are home to and i i, I this is going to be blasphemy because there's a lot of places around here that make really good fish sandwiches what oh, i yeah. believe is the best fish sandwich oh tell us about it, it. it's delicious man i've never it's, had the fish tell us yeah. about it it's it's a we run it on special every friday but we also have it on the menu on a regular basis it's a six ounce piece of fish that we mm. put on a bun that's breaded and deep fried uh white meat and we put a slice of american cheese on it mm. little lettuce and tartar sauce on the brioche it brioche bun and uh, oh, yes yeah. yes uh, and it's made on a, on a really nice bun and it's tasty. It's very tasty. I am not a seafood lover, but I will eat that. I will eat tuna salad. It's better and, than and any it's, uh, square fish you're going to get at any you know drive-through place. Yeah, it's it's yeah. the best. I think that's one thing to point out right now in our world is all right. I went to um, you know we were driving doing soccer. I'm out of town. You get sometimes you got to eat fast food, right? Sure. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I, I do too. Uh, last time I went there was. Fourteen dollars for Wendy's combo oh, meal, nice. right? Well, you know, fries and a drink and a classic double. That's I don't know, gosh. fourteen bucks. Right. That's a lot. And I'm sitting there going, man, I could be at like Charlie's and have like you know homemade soup, not a chili that's right. been frozen and shipped across the nation. Homemade bun, all this stuff. You know, and we're talking. I we're know. not even talking about the price. That I, is think, right. I think your special is like nine, ten ninety nine or eleven ninety nine. Yeah, it's, 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 it's way uh, cheap. Yeah, it, it is. It's a uh, for quality I mean, with tax food. and everything, it's like eleven bucks, and you yeah. get a side with a special, right. and whether whether it's French fries or tater tots or pasta salad, potato salad, and if you substitute some, a lot of people substitute mm-hmm. it for a cup of soup or a bowl of soup. There's a little upcharge or onion rings and that kind of thing. Oh but, man, but You're most of that hungry. is uh, ah, and is, and I gotta good. say, ch- uh, my egg salad uh, that's my go-to. <laughs> When I come there, because I don't come Sylvia down there. Sylvia keeps talking about this I, egg salad. Do you it. sell a lot of egg salad? We do sell a lot of egg salad. In the summertime, we sell a lot of egg salad. In the it slows down. It slows down a little bit. Well, in the well, summertime, you tend to sell more cold sandwiches uh, yeah. than you do the hot sandwiches. And it's not that's, meaty and That's heavy. normal. Yeah, uh, but I'm not much of a but it's eater. it's very simple and uh, Sylvia, I'll be glad to give you the recipe. It's very simple to really? do. We boil our own eggs and start from there from scratch. That takes uh, a lot of work. And uh, you know, we put them on the grill and let them boil. Just we mayo, peel them. or do you have we any? peel them? Mayo and salt. Mayo a little and bit salt. of salt. Mayo and salt. Some people overdo it with different stuff and celeries yeah, and this and that. Yeah. Just just make it simple. Take it. Take put a little mayo on it and put that until it's creamy enough. Oh, the more experience in the kitchen I get, the more I agree. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, younger I would try little things and all these ingredients and stuff. And I think I've gotten so hyper-focused yeah. now. It's like, let's take eggs and make them taste like eggs. Make them taste like eggs. Eggs yeah. and mayonnaise are amazing. Now, now, when you make an egg salad batch, and I have a reason behind asking sure. this question, how many eggs do you have to boil at once? Uh, we boil about uh, we boil about three dozen. Okay. I'm going to say one. three so to four dozen at you once. You got to peel those. We do peel you them. have a hack 
that you could tell people for peeling eggs? Because peeling eggs okay. is honestly one of the hardest things, you're, so one of the annoying things to do. Make sure you boil them until they're fully boiled, fully hard. Uh, with that big of a batch, it's probably yeah. it, a it, lot it, longer. It takes a while. We put them on a grill, and then we let them until they get to a boiling point. We take one out and test it and see how it is. And if you boil them until they're fully boiled, take them out, run them under cold water for okay. just a just a few minutes. Okay. Take them and you bake them, uh, break them, and peel them right away. It'll they'll, they'll come slide out. Slide off. Yeah. Well, they're still slide hot. Off. Technically, yeah. they're still While, hot. They're, yeah. They, they cool off, but they're they're but that they're makes sense. Cool so enough handle to handle them, but they're not. Yes. Yes. Cool enough to handle, but they're not burning you, and they'll just peel right off. As you don't long want as them to get fully, fully cool. Yeah, like, no, you don't want to no, get cold. No, no. Once, but once once they're mm-hmm. fully cooked, because they get that, those shells get slippery. Because we also use them for some of the salads, hard boiled mm-hmm. eggs, where we put on fresh salads as well. So, you know, I, I got to respect that because um, have you have you had the already done hard boiled eggs in the in the brine? Yeah, the texture is oh, yeah. not good on them. Yes, they, I haven't yeah. I haven't had one that holds a candle to just really. Any, yeah, we we we've gotten. Uh, a few years ago, we've gotten one of our sales reps brought us a bucket of already boiled eggs to try, and uh, they come in brine and stuff, and just the white color. It doesn't have any flavor. Yeah, yeah. We made egg salad with it and stuff, and uh, no, no. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. How did you get started in the business? Okay, so I started out as. Believe it or not, a cook at McDonald's at 16 years old. That's how I started I the business. It. And a few years later, I was a store manager and a supervisor for the corporation for McDonald's. I supervised, oversaw three stores. So I got a lot of training from the business end of it from McDonald's. Now, McDonald's doesn't do egg salad and these things. Yeah. So we've picked up on different recipes and, and, and done different things and we constantly expanded over the last, oh, God, 35, 40 years of doing this. Um, just changed it up and whatever works, whatever sells, and Were we just you at, went through which, it. How did you arrive at that location? Um, you haven't been there forever, have I've you? I've been at this location here for 14 years. Prior to that, we did the same thing, but we did it in northern Virginia, just outside of the Washington, D.C. area. Oh, okay. At one point, we had uh, three stores uh, me and family members of mine, uh, cousins and stuff, we've had three stores. But over there, we worked a lot longer hours. We did breakfast, lunch, and dinner six days a week, and right. it was just brutal. Uh, so the opportunity, I got the opportunity to come down here and uh, get into this place and this location and, and do a breakfast and lunch Monday through Friday. So we so you only do operate. Serve breakfast. Yeah, we we sell breakfast and lunch Monday through Friday. I we hear do, it's delicious. We do omelets. We do gravy. Do you gravy? Bacon and eggs sandwiches on croissants and tater tots and uh, you know eggs cooked over medium and sausage and pancakes. And do you do gravy? Those things. We don't do the gravy. Okay, once, well, good because I don't, don't need do it. it. Yeah, <laughs> I like that you said eggs over medium because I always yeah. feel bad asking for that. Oh yeah, because yeah, like no. over easy is too easy, mm-hmm. over hard's too yeah. much. Yeah. It's a sweet spot. And, and there's a lot of people that come in and order them and don't know the difference really. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not. Yeah, I can speak to that. <laughs> uh, it, it, it's it's a tough. I've, I've talked about this on the show before when it comes to cooking an egg or a hamburger. Those those are the things that people are the pickiest about. Oh right. yeah. They think 
think it's very simple to execute because they do it at home and you know i'm not saying it's like hard to cook but if you if you're doing 50 at once and you're yeah. talking about a three degree range on the egg and then yes. they won't accept it you know 10 seconds makes all the difference oh, yeah. in the world yeah. 10 seconds oh, and yeah. it's a it's a it's a you know either it's so liquid it's not or it's so hard there's that sweet spot where you bite into it and it doesn't explode it drips oh drips. yeah there's a there's a i wish there was a right. name for that they probably have a name for that in another language but well word. the 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 idea of of over easy means your white you want the whites a little soft mm. over medium you want the whites fully cooked Okay. And kind of the the yellow runny. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. And if you want them all cooked, then you want it fried. You just basically break the yolk. How has staffing gotten? Is it gotten it, better? It's gotten a lot better, but we we've we've really taken care of the staff that we have. It's it's a lot tougher to just keep going through them and retraining yeah. and training and retraining. So we've done well to take care of the staff that we have, and 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 just took care of them when we had to do that. I mean. Yeah. You know. I, I depend changed. on them. So I, I hope you don't mind talking about this because certain things did change in, in the style of restaurant that you have where you have counter service and stuff. Mm -hmm. And, you know, there's a little bit of online back and forth about, you know, the, the tipping on the counter service workers for yeah. short, you know, mm -hmm. kind of quick service. You know, I'm all, I'm all for it. Um, but, you know, has, has that, kind of, that kind of social acceptance that, hey, there's going to be a little bit extra – does that help with kind of padding it, out it, wages it, and such? It does. It does help. It does help um, with it. Um, it's not a lot. No. We don't do a whole lot of tips. You know, some people throw a couple of bucks sure, here and yeah. there, and, 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 you know, they put them on their credit cards or whatever. Uh, and uh, it's not a lot, but, yes, it does help. Um, I, uh, I I have a, a, a thing for my employees. We use some of that tip money. We, we, we take it in a, uh, every Friday. They go out and get their Starbucks. Oh, neat. I call them crappuccinos because I don't <laughs> eat that stuff. Yeah, right. I don't. I'm sorry. Excuse hey, me. I, should make, I shouldn't be saying this on the radio. No, I can't I drink. I can't eat that stuff. I can't. You know, I know. Uh, okay. But they love that stuff. I and, know. And so Young they people go out love and it. I treat them to it. We also do, you know, we, we also we also do, uh, we have dinner over at the house and have the employees and our families over every oh, once nice. in a while. And we've done it in the past where we've taken them out somewhere and had nice dinners. And I think the lesson is, and you could probably speak to this as well, because we only got about a minute left, but in the long run, it's probably cheaper to, is from a cost savings standpoint, cheaper to take care of your employees. Absolutely. Keep them, happy, keep them with yeah. you. Then have yeah. turnover and have yes. the train. retraining yes. and all right. of that. Yes. And people invest in your in their jobs too. And, and we f find ourselves having to deal with, you know, putting up with employees calling in and this and that more than we did in the past because, like you said, it's just it's a lot easier to deal with some yeah. of the issues than to get rid of them and try to start right. all over again. Yeah. And you never know what you're going to get with you start all over again. That's right. Well, so. Main Street Deli, it's a downtown mainstay. It yeah, it's, it's an institution. It's kind of on the corner of Main Street and Broadway. Yeah, it's, uh, right across it's in that, where Sawyer's was. What's that building? Right uh, it's the big Hilton, Hilton building. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I guys yeah, think yeah. you got businesses out there. you got holiday parties coming up, you know, full-service mm -hmm. catering mm -hmm. over here. I mean, this is this is the place to go. This is this is where Food News and Cheese eat sandwiches. Yeah, yeah, really. yeah that's right. <laughs> Bernie is. Lovely has good taste. Stamp of <laughs> approval. And Twitch. No, we just aren't down here enough. We need to come I, more often, chef. Fish sandwich tomorrow. I'm telling you right now, is what I'm getting. You're killing me. I you want one. Dunkin', like a Dunkin' and Chili. Oh yeah. 
I like it. Duncan, Duncan and Chili? Chili? No. <laughs> I'm playing around over here, but he went for it. I'll uh, do it. I'm not I I think, scared. I think <laughs> Twitch is an experimenter. <laughs> Charlie, thanks so much for coming yeah. in. Thank you. Well, we Thank you for having me. You're I welcome. appreciate it. Back All in right. a moment with Food News and Cheese Radio.